Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. We're coming to you live from Cole Creative in downtown Wilkes-Barre. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm John Popko. I'm on the iPad. <laughs> now, I uh, work for Time Shamrock Communications with uh, Rock 7, Alt-921, and ESPN. And I'm the Saturday night host of Alt-Natives on Alt-921 at 9 o'clock. Hi, I'm Brittany Booth. <laughs> uh, studio at the 900 Rudder Ave building in 44. And we're here with uh, Wilkes Bear folk funk band, a Fake Fight, who you just saw uh, perform a couple of songs. Uh, these guys are a relatively new act, but uh, they they come from several other established uh, bands and solo acts as well. So we're going to talk about uh, Fake Fight. We're going to talk about their music, how they got that started, but also all the other projects uh, that they're working on as well. Uh, they also have an upcoming show uh, with the Wood Brothers uh, on Sunday at the uh, Sherman Theater in Stroudsburg. So we're going to talk about that as well. We're also going to give away tickets to that show. So if you want to go, you want to hear some more of these guys and uh, also see the Wood Brothers, uh, just keep tuning in and uh, drop some questions and comments down below. And uh, we'll definitely get to those uh, later in the show. We're also going to give away uh, some Alt-92-1 tickets. They're uh, hosting an event uh, on Thursday at the FM Kirby Center uh, with the uh, Bleachers, uh, Bishop Briggs, uh, Welshley Arms, and uh, the Struts. Uh, they had another band that, that was going to play. They dropped out, but uh, the Struts is actually stepping up. They were going to do an acoustic set. Now they're doing a full uh, electric set, so that should be... I think that's kind of worth it alone. So if you want to go to that show, also let us know that you want to go to that show in the comments, and uh, we'll definitely pick somebody uh, by the end uh, to, to win that. So, uh, first up, uh, I guess we want to talk about uh, the beers that we brought. Yeah, I didn't even get a chance to <laughs> pop them open yet. Yep. Also, it's Johnny's birthday. Oh. Yes. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Are we going to sing happy birthday on air? 29. Yeah, 29. <laughs> 29. I mean, I guess you guys could if you want to. I should have brought a whole oh. cake. <laughs> so we can hit him in the face. Yeah, yeah. We could have got a cake smash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for not doing that. They're much bigger in person, those crowlers. Yeah, they're huge. They, so, they are ridiculously oh, huge. Yeah, yeah, it's crowlers. crowlers. Yeah, so Beer Boys is one of the few, very few, I think maybe one or uh, one of two yes. uh, in the area that have these things. So, Beer Boys, North Washington Street in Wilkes-Barre. Now, uh, which, ones, uh, which ones do we have this uh, week? Well, we have a uh, Sierra Nevada Sidecar Orange Pale Ale, and this was put through the Randall again, uh, and it's a Randall of candy corn. So exclusive to Beer Boys. Can yeah, only get they, it there. I saw they, a picture of that. They have a lot of fun with the, the Randall there, so that, that, that should be an interesting one. 
the hammer heart. I don't know how to say this. Uh, skull. Ock. <laughs> Hottie. Sure. I don't know. We'll go with it's that. It's a stout, six point nine ABV. And uh, the last one is a Jack's Abbey Mass Rising and IPL. Uh, that one looks pretty good too. Yeah. That's a, that's an eight percent. So yeah, a little little heavier there. Yeah. Uh, so, where, where do you want to start? You want to start with this uh, Sierra Nevada? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you guys like beer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you you would be surprised at how many people come through here and uh, yeah I don't drink yeah they don't, or they don't want to on air I don't want to drink yeah that's true it's fine oh, well. but I, I mean I feel like like especially the, the the craft beers it's not exactly they're not made to get drunk off of you know they're, they're to appreciate yeah, yeah sipping and appreciating yeah, drink responsibly you know. I've been doing it wrong I guess <laughs> drink responsibly so Rich I'm gonna pass this to you. Down. As you can see, it has a uh, bright orange color. This is the candy corn. Yeah, yeah, this is the candy corn. Yeah, that's a Brittany. Stop it. Which it it would even without the uh, the candy corn. Um, it's a uh, citrus heavy character. Uh, I bet it tastes better than it sounds. It's very hop forward apparently, uh, and uh, mm. it's a five point three. So it's a nice bite. That is good. I was drinking these. Not well. This the Sierra Nevada Orange Sidecar in uh, Vegas over the summertime. Oh, really? Very good. Whoa. So you've had this without the yes. Johnny likes without to trick the... me into drinking the sour ones. Is it sour? No, but hmm. well, it's it's... <laughs> you could definitely taste the candy corn. In yeah, it. it is not diluted like it. whatsoever. Yeah, I'm one of those people that don't like candy corn, but this beer is actually quite. Yeah, good. I agree. Mm. So, does anyone really like candy corn? Does <laughs> anyone like candy? Heated debate. Really? Yeah, I want like like a handful of like five or six once a year. That's yeah, it. Just yeah. just that. Okay, look, I had my I had my candy corn for Halloween. That's it. I'm good. I never felt good about eating candy corn ever. <laughs> it's like Lewis Black's bit where he says they just take the same stuff and recycle it every year. No one would know the difference. Well, if they recycle it in this beer, they did a good job. <laughs> I mean, negative critiques. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> You not like this one? No, it actually tastes great. Uh, if it had some like a little bit heavier carbonation on it. Yeah, it's, it's mm. yeah, yeah. But delicious. That, that happens because of the the whole Randall and the whole uh, infusing process. Oh yeah, yeah that might take out the carbonation yeah. quite a bit. Still pretty good though. It is. The floating stuff kind of freaks me out a little bit. Well, yeah. Every time they, I mean, this is all like you know, it's it's there's actually physically uh, candy corn in this Randall. Oh wow! So it's. The beer goes through that. It's all down yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah, that's what it's it is. Very, it's, it's sweet, you can tell. Yeah. It's like it's a lot of high sugar content. Yes, it <laughs> is festive. very appropriate. We Wish did I just yesterday. Yes, Halloween mm -hmm. was yesterday. Yep. It didn't feel like Halloween. Well, Halloween. No. I know, I agree with that. It was weird. Normally, at least, like, I didn't see costumes. You know, at least, like, you see other people wearing yeah. costumes. Yeah, that's true. I didn't see any costumes. Yeah, I feel like everyone's boring. just like, okay, let's just get through this so yeah. that we can get to Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. We had a good time on, on Tuesday, though, at the open mic. A lot of people dressed up. Was it fun? Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. What, was the one guy played the guitar and sang with a actual pumpkin on his head. <laughs> he cut it in half and put it on his head. I don't know how thing. he was able to do that the whole time, but we it was did wigs pretty fun. We played at uh, Harry's on Friday. Yeah. We, did like a, what, we had an afro. And... I had a sailor's cap. Yeah. And a like, fake Tommy Bahamas. It was pretty low effort, but it was, it was good, festive <laughs> enough, I think. Yeah. This is the first year I didn't dress up since I can remember. Oof. Oh, well. I hate dressing up. 
I, I always liked it. I always dressed up as the same thing, though. <laughs> I, I don't what was that? It was a bunny. I was, I was a bunny the past costume. four years. Yeah. yeah. Well, we also want to give a shout-out to uh, one of our other sponsors, The Keys, in downtown Scranton. Uh, this Thursday is their open mic, and uh, Friday and Saturday, of course, they have live stuff. And, and something that I, I usually I, I haven't really mentioned on the show before, but you should really check out, uh, they've posted their menus pretty regularly, and they have some really great food for the tiny little kitchen that poor Jen has to make all this food out of. It's pretty impressive, uh, actually, what comes out of there. Some really tasty and creative stuff, so uh, you should definitely check out their Facebook page and uh, and see what they have, because there's some really cool stuff there. Uh, also, the uh, the Kirby Center, we want to give a shout-out to them as well, uh, right down here in downtown Wilkes-Barre. Um, they, uh, I was actually just at the Evil Dead uh, musical on Monday, uh, so we have a review of that on the front page uh, that you can read now. Were you in the Splash Zone or no Splash Zone? I was in the Splash Zone. In fact, I, I would pur purposely wore white so that it, it would uh, you would get the you maximum. Have proof that you were in the Splash yeah, Zone. the maximum effect, and it, it was fun. You know, as, as I said in the review, I, I was a good. It was a good show. A lot of people were trying to compare it to Rocky Horror, and I don't quite think it's at that level, especially right. musically. I think a lot of the songs are kind of forgettable, but the actual you know show and the the performers were very good, and you know the set was really impressive. It's a cool and, idea. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun to, fun to watch. So it was definitely a treat for uh, for Halloween, uh, and then we have the the Bleacher Show coming up on uh, November second. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's a big show. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's November second. Yeah, it tomorrow. Is. Bleachers. That went by too FM quick. Kirby Center. You don't oh, seem too thrilled at this point. Well, you're probably sick of talking about it. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to miss the first probably half or so. Uh, mm. I have a baby appointment. Oh. Yeah. So, that's that's already starting, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, cutting into my my fun time. But yeah. We're, we're, we're very excited, so. Cool. Yeah. They, and they also made a bunch of announcements recently, so uh, you know keep up to date with those on the website. Uh, Alice Cooper, uh, Power Rangers, Cabinet, uh, the Oak Ridge Boys, uh, Dustin Douglas and the Electric Gentleman playing a Steve Ray Vaughn tribute. Lots of really cool stuff. And we may have those guys coming up in a few weeks yeah. on the show, too, so uh, that'll be a good time. And we also want to shout out to uh, Loyalty Barbershop and Shave Parlor. Uh, they have uh, locations in Scranton, Archibald, and uh, Wilkes-Barre as well, which uh, just opened on uh, South Main Street a couple months ago. I actually just walked in there for the first time yesterday. Yeah? Yeah. Is it nice? It's cool. I was only in Metro once. I've only seen the pictures. I but, haven't actually yeah. gone in yet. It's neat. It's cool. All right. Well, this is today. Uh, so, fresh. Yeah. so I was there for business yesterday. Haircut. Awesome. Pleasure tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> you look sharp. Thank you. Yeah, they had that's one up in, in Archibald or Dixon City's been there for a minute. It's been there a couple years. That was the OG, yep. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Yep. It's a cool spot. Yep. Where it's all started. <laughs> so let's get to uh, let's get to fake fight. Now uh, you guys are a relatively new project. Uh, hasn't been around too long. So tell us about how uh, how that got started. Well, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know more than anything else, like me and Jordan have been buddies for a long time. I met him at the Jazz Cafe open mic uh, across the river, like maybe four or five years ago, or five or six years ago, and uh, we kept in contact after I was back and forth from Philly living, and just did a couple small projects between the two of us, um, 
and then it kind of just expanded. My, the Steven is my brother, is our drummer. Um, Brendan is a mutual friend of all three of us. And so we kind of just came together. And, and these guys are in a band, too. Yeah, you, you guys have that other... They're in a band called Half Dollar. Shout out to Half Dollar. Eric and Alex, I don't know if you're listening, but uh, <laughs> that's another great outlet for uh, Jordan and I because there's songs that like are perfect for Half Dollar, and there's songs that are like, hey, you know, that would probably sound good with Fake Fight. Mm. We also all have solo stuff that we're doing. Um, I've known Jordan since we got out of high school, and we would collaborate here and there, and um, it's like him and Mike got together, and they're like both songwriters, singer-songwriters. So to have a band, Fake Fight, where there's two like main singer-songwriters, it really creates a wonderful like group of songs, which we're really excited to release on our upcoming EP, Peep Horse. Pete Horse EP? It's a week behind. Do we have a band camp yet? Yes, our band camp. Yeah. Active. Yes. Oh wow! This is like this is like <laughs> news to you. Right. No, yeah. this, this is a grand. Yeah. You heard it here first. I was playing all of those songs before I got. <laughs> <laughs> I got Fake lost on the square camp. also, but uh, yeah. Yeah, wish we had to go find them, but it all worked together. Yeah, uh, here the Bandcamp is live. The songs are downloadable. So definitely yeah. check that out. I'm yeah. assuming you'll be submitting to Alt Natives. Yeah, for yes. sure, for sure. We have. <laughs> we didn't even get our uh, our 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 hard copies and we were, we were hoping to have it for tonight but we do have the tickets um, but right now we, we can only do digital download um, and it got pushed back till this Thursday or so tomorrow is Thursday mm -hmm. so tomorrow is Thursday hopefully November 2nd yeah Thursday. I just realized that tomorrow's November 2nd so. yeah. but yeah it's exciting uh, I think it came to we did most of the album actually live um, just cause we've been I don't know kinda jamming out the same eight, nine songs for a good, like, two or three months at shows. Mm -hmm. And then, like, by that time, by the time we all sat down with it, it was actually, it was able to come together as a live project without yeah. much, like, you know, effort or, like, uh... Yeah, not a lot of overdubs. Yeah. Maybe, like, a harmony here and there. Yeah. Right? But yeah, we did, like, um... You capture, like, a better emotion when you do it that way. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. It's different because me and Mike, when we would make a song together, it would always be... Let's lay down a bass line or yeah, keys down. or something. And we never like really ventured into live recordings. And it's just like it's a headache, but it's also you get it done and you know, you can get yeah. it done in a short time. It's much more yeah. efficient so process. We did it in in a, I, I think a afternoon and an evening and then over time we started adding some stuff and uh, just to sweeten it up a bit, but mo most of it is a like is a live so it, it's it's an interesting project. I'm pretty excited about. It. I'm excited for people to hear it. And uh, there's like four songs that Mike leads, and then there's four songs that I lead, um, vocally, and um, we sing together. So it's it's cool. Yeah, the harmonies I think really kind of set it apart. You know, the dual singer thing would be tough to, uh, you know, to, to orchestrate usually, but they both harmonize on each other's songs, and I think it works out nicely. Like that first one. What was it? What did we do? Uh, Mood Ring, the second one we played. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the first you guys wrote, like well, co-wrote, yeah, right? Yeah, co-wrote, the first co-written song we've ever put together. Mm -hmm. I actually just remembered a funny story. Uh, you guys did Mood Ring, and that was kind of like the like almost start of like the songwriting partnership. And uh, you were about to go on that Tune Fly tour, and Jordan was playing at the Jazz Cafe. It was like the night right before you guys left. And Mike approached me, I don't even know if he remembers this, but he was like, hey man, like I really like what you're doing musically, and I always liked what he was doing musically, and he said, there's no reason why we shouldn't be collaborating. And that was like the best way to like put like, there's no reason that we shouldn't be collaborating. I was kind of like, 
Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then um, Steven's always been one of my favorite drummers. Uh, very loose, jazzy, just right in the pocket. Um, Jordan's always been one of my favorites. So to be able to play with these guys, to also be able to play with Half Dollar, and also even record our own solo material, it's just like so lucky. Like this area has so much talent, so much music, so it feels great. We talk about that a lot. lot. Yeah, I mean, just doing that show on Saturday nights, I've, I've played one of your songs before, and yeah, it's just, it's incredible how, and I think I saw, you had a video, and I, Sam had uh, shared it, and you looked different back then, I think, I think he had shorter hair, yeah. is that right, is that accurate? I, I've shaved my head on a rare occasion. Yeah, 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 I just realized that now, who, who you were. <laughs> <laughs> He's got hair now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's incredible how much... Uh, talent and just great music there is in this area it's crazy no yeah it's definitely true i think the, the one downfall is that people are very competitive and cutthroat it's like a, kind of a testament to what you were saying earlier or in regards to that like there is there's a lot of talent a lot of people like good artists and stuff but everyone's very very kind of not close mind but like tightly knit to their like their groups of yeah you know, yeah yeah, it's it's very competitive and cutthroat. Well, I remember in in high school coming up, like there was a very uh, strictly divided scenes. Like there was uh, a couple places you could go in Scranton and go to like down these dingy stellar staircases, and there'd be a hardcore show, and it was great. It was really cool. These little like fire trap places. Yeah, I can't remember. There was one like on the same street as the mall, but uh, yeah, because these guys aren't from Wilkesbury actually. They're yeah. from uh, yeah. From, we moved uh, around a lot. Yeah, yeah. Scranton. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, Wilkes Barre Scrant and collab. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to Everdeen with them. Do you remember? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's right. a good time. Coffee, Curry Downs Coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was the sponsor. Me and Keith. Now, can you guys? Hey, ask them. Yeah, yeah. We should work on. Yeah. The people who don't drink. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's true. Curry Downs Coffee. Yeah. Right. It is and nice. I used to. I used to live uh, right next to Curry Donuts in Kingston. Yeah. That was that was I the best. The best coffee. Yeah, it's so sugary and so so like they use like heavy cream, yeah. You know, like, but it's delicious. Some at the place that adds to the coffee, like it doesn't taste like Cigarettes. you go to like it might be <laughs> well, you go to like tea. Turkey Hill, it tastes the same, you know, like something like yeah, that. But yeah. there's something about curry donuts that like even donut connection, like just something about that coffee. I don't know if it's like, like the donut, pots yeah. they're using or like but the machines, like, but mm. it's like about <laughs> the same amount. Of nicotine in a curry donuts coffee. It's like a camel red or, you know. Well, that was the yeah, shit, man. Back awesome. in the day when I used to smoke, like, we would go to curry donuts and, and, sit, and, yeah. and sit and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> and then eventually when they kind of, like, started, like, like smoking's bad for you, like, I don't know what year that was, but, like, they closed off, like, one section, like, yeah. and, like, closed the door and it was, like, small in this room. Yeah, and you can't sm- even see <laughs> You can smoke in there. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. Do you remember when you could smoke in Burger King at oh. McDonald's? I don't remember it. I don't. That's that's I the thing. That. I just don't remember it. I don't remember like being bothered by it though. But if that happened now, I'd be like real, real annoyed. pissed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah someone lit up and make it As if there's anything that yeah, could make that like food it, worse. Like, like I, it's people very, smoking yeah. into yeah. it. Yeah. It's like just come here and just die. Yeah. Just, that's a very unhealthy choice to be smoking in the McDonald's. Like, and, like, <laughs> smoking and like calories and fat in your mouth. Bring it back. A fry up to your mouth and try to suck at it. Hands are doing so many things. It's my right as an American. <laughs> you gotta die of something. That was like the big thing, like everyone would say. Yeah. But now it's weird to think that that was like a totally normal thing. Yeah. yeah. And 
It didn't bother me then. Did it bother you? No, I don't. I, I don't. I remember you could. I just don't remember it actually happening. Like I don't remember walking in, getting a burger, and be like, "That guy's smoking." <laughs> yeah, I totally remember that. It must have been kind of rude, like before they actually made it illegal, right? Like if you were sitting, I would think. Next but to somebody this... who's, I mean, they had smoking sections. Yeah, in but it was like for me and yeah. you, and there was nothing. Yeah. And I don't remember that. I remember going to restaurants and smoking or not smoking. Yeah. You can smoke in a casino still, right? Yeah. 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 What's it like if you sell more booze than food? It's, it's a legal. percentage. If your yeah. liquor sales are a certain percentage higher than your food sales, you can yeah. smoke. I'm pretty sure the mm-hmm. casino could do whatever the fuck they want. They could do whatever they want. Yeah. I learned today they pay $20,000 to uh, the Plains Township so that they don't have to pay out their slot money. Oh, good. <laughs> not to get all. all right. not I didn't say that. Casino's great. We're never going to get to play that. We got like, the inside <laughs> scoop on everything. <laughs> But just out of curiosity, did you get, would you get bleeped right there, or is this like no, no. profane? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> I was actually really, I, the whole I said some shit, and I was like, I heard the, I was like, ooh, so, and then, you know, they yeah, dropped fucking around. I knew like, you oh. were going to It's like funny, because some people come on, and they have no, like, they just, yeah. like, get nuts, like, cursing, and then some people are just like. The funniest thing is, I'm always the one to do it first, and everyone's like, yo, can you do that? Fuck yeah. Everyone yeah. Always yeah. Says, <laughs> we should, like, send a, di- like, every time we book someone, like, just so you know. You totally just say fuck the all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, totally we prefer if you fuck. curse as yeah. much as possible on this yeah. show. Yeah. I don't know if right I want to be this guy, but I could use another damn beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm glad it. you are. Yeah. <laughs> because we so we always find a hard time transitioning into opening the next beer. Yeah, so right. thank you for that. Rich, what is this? You want to do this? You tell me. Well, I'm just going to go with Hammerheart Stout and skip all the other... Uh, 6.9. I think it's a, a smoked... It sounds like something a Viking would drink. Yeah, yeah. But it's, isn't it like a smoked chocolate, I believe? Yes. Uh, it is a get, beach, a Beachwood smoked uh, chocolate stout. Are we using the... I'm going to give you new cups because... Oh, wow. so, recycle, recycle. Yeah, good. Yeah. We're going to recycle all of these after this. Perfect. Well, while while we're while we're pouring those out, though, yeah. uh, you know, as as you guys were, were saying before, uh, I think there are some people in the local music scene who get it that collaboration is important, that teaming up with other people is important, that stepping outside your boundaries is important, and other people do not get that at all, and 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 get very competitive and don't uh, get that you get farther by making friends and not enemies yeah, and stuff like that. You know? Networking. I'll be honest, I was that guy at one point, like when I was first starting out as a musician, like I had a huge ego about it and I was like, you know, and then I've realized, especially just in life, as you get older, like I don't really have any grudge with anybody. It's like I try to collaborate the most I can and just be as helpful as I can for mm. anyone in the scene and anything like that. So... Yeah, but I did I've, once have that mentality, but now I've learned to just like, oh no. That also comes with age too. Yeah, you know, you get you get smarter and you you understand things better, and and you know you you get more experience as you go too. So, you know, that might be that might be a part of it as well. But uh, and you guys all have different uh, projects, and they don't all sound. Uh, they, I don't think they sound much alike at all. You know, there's uh, there's half dollar, which. You know, also has funk elements and things like that. You guys want to talk about Half Dollar a little bit as well? Yeah, sure. Um, That's been around a little bit longer, obviously. Yeah. Three years? Three yeah, and a half? Three, three, three and a half years, I think. It's, uh, um, we realized this past um, summer that like um, our ultimate objective with Half Dollar is to have a good time. It sounds pretty cliche, but like 
every time we go into practice, like if it became a chore at any point, like that's what we realized we needed to cut out. So mm. we kind of like, we stopped playing shows for a little bit and started working on new material because we realized we needed new material. So we have that, we haven't recorded it yet. Mm. Yeah, we have a new six, is it six songs I think? So yeah, six, six songs, songs with half dollar and they're really cool. They're like um, almost 50s sounding, which I don't think there's anybody in this area really doing that. Mm. So it's got a really good sound. I'm really excited to start working on that soon. And just like Jordan was saying, it was it was always about the fun. And there was a point where like we were trying way too hard to like we gotta book shows, we gotta do this and that, and then mm -hmm. we we lost it. But then once we like found that bug and like squashed it, like oh this is meant to be fun and <laughs> right. enjoyable, and that's what it is. You know, people come out to those shows even if they don't know us and they have a good time. Like people are dancing, freaking out, and loving it. So yeah, half dollar is like I'm so lucky to be in half dollar and fake fight. Solo stuff. Uh, so it's definitely not putting stuff. one aside for the other in any way. Oh, yeah. no, no. Um, if anything, it's a different outlet. Like, just mm -hmm. how you were saying, like, they all sound somewhat different. Like, I'm sure with Jordan when he's songwriting, it's like, oh, this song would be perfect for Half Dollar. This song mm -hmm. would be perfect for Fake Fight. Maybe I want to record this one myself, you know, and see what happens. That's what is kind of cool working with other people is that, like, you know, you um, when you set out to write a song, like when I do, like... Um, you know, I'm not thinking certain thematics for like, just whatever comes out comes out. And it's like, oh, well, because of the musical sensibilities of these three guys together versus um, Half Dollar, it's like you, I could learn or figure out where to take this song and, and what to do with it. And it's just like the more different um, types of music that we've been listening to and more influences um, that come into play, like it improves your songwriting and it's like a overall just a, a positive collaborative experience so that's that's kind of been it's a tough thing to say though it's like oh well we have a gig this weekend and we can't practice this weekend and you know dividing your time amongst different folks sure but I think it's the like the understanding amongst all of us that like it's about music it's like music and it's uh, it's a good thing you know so it's a uh, overall just a positive experience we hope and that's what we're trying to you know to do here I guess <laughs> absolutely you guys also have a project as well uh, yes, I've sir. seen some some songs online on <clears throat> SoundCloud and stuff like that yeah oh, Mike and I yeah yeah, yeah we, I mean we've been recording for I got like a core you know four track when I was like 12 or something and we started doing that uh, like Back then, you know, we had a project in high school with uh, a cousin of ours, another Brendan, Brendan Bormas, who played with us this past Friday. He's an uh, incredible keyboard player, and he filled in at Harry's because this guy couldn't make it. Um, but yeah, we've we we played uh, in high school, and uh, I've done a lot of like production for Mike's original songs, and um, you know, just backup and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, telemetry, the SoundCloud telemetry, and then Michael, you have. A separate one just I just, under your name, I think. Yeah, well, we've had the you know, SoundCloud for pretty long, but the YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Actually, me and Steve started a, a page on YouTube in, uh, I don't know, it was, it was a long time ago. 2007 yeah. or something. We, we caught, like, right as uh, people were starting to put music, like cover songs yeah. and stuff on YouTube. So right I think as it was. Became, hmm. As it was still kind of, I think, I, I don't know, I never, I always took that for granted that. I don't, we weren't ahead of the curve, but we uh, yeah, it was like first experience putting online, anything online. So the, yeah, but it went, it went well. We got a lot of uh, yeah. There's a lot of positive feedback. It's a good. It was a good. It's a good way to just just affirmation. Yeah, that YouTube is kind of awesome, suck. just because it's such a huge, expansive community. And you can put anything. Up. And you can get an honest 
you know, opinion. <laughs> really <laughs> honest? Yeah, you know, Sometimes maybe too honest? Yeah, yeah. So, but no, it, it either, like, kind of lets you down easy because it's on a computer screen or, like, it reaffirms whatever you're trying to do, you know? Hmm. Like, it's a good way to kind of just throw it out there and test whether or not the general public, you know, is going to hate it or like it. Yeah. You, like, have mixed opinions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But and there's an audience for everything too. Like you yeah. can do like a '50s doo-wop song, and somebody somewhere will be searching for a cover, yeah. like an acoustic cover right. of that specific song. Right. And uh, so it's it's interesting. It's definitely uh, a lot more opportunity than just playing the local open mics, which we also have done. Uh, you know, and that's how you meet yeah. these guys. So I, I don't know. There's a lot of things involved nowadays. Coming up, though, I feel like only in the last year or so has there been an open mic scene in Wilkes-Barre and Scranton. I mean, yeah. it's been around, but... The Jazz Cafe have yeah. been for a long jazz time. I don't know if they still do. The jazz I don't think they have it anymore, which is a yeah. shame, but I feel like open mics, like, it kind of, like, dies down and, like, opens up somewhere else. Like, I know yeah. you guys were doing yeah. the mm -hmm. Thirsties, is it? Yeah, now we're at uh, the V-Spot. V-Spot, V-Spot, so, so, so mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, there is an open mic. So, like, it almost seems like when one dies down, one yeah. opens up somewhere else. Yeah, like other phases. And, yeah. mm -hmm. Open mics are important, for sure, for any type of music, especially when you want to, like, you make that dedication in your head, like, I want to start. Mm -hmm. That's the starting point. Usually, yeah. right. you don't just, you know, rise up. So, yeah. Well, it's a good, open mic. good place, too, to develop a sound and practice. Yeah, just getting up in front of people, people you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's always, like, that was the purpose to serve for me as a musician, try to come up with new stuff and see how it, stuff like works in front of people you know no, if you if you totally bomb one like no one cares you know yeah, another person gets up right behind you so there's no pressure in yeah. bombing mm -hmm. but you know if you do have a great performance you have the potential of like you know just I don't know you were actually the first person to like force me into singing like you were doing some open mics here and there I know we had talked about and, that and uh I think I was, I've always been an instrumentalist. Like that's been my entire life. Like drums, guitar, piano, and bass and stuff. And Mike was doing open mic right down the street from my house. I'm like, I gotta go check him out. He's like, bring a guitar. Dookies. Dookies. Yeah, Dookies in North End. It's, it's a good spot. And uh, he's like, bring a guitar. You know, sing. And here I am, like trying to learn like a Jimi Hendrix song or something that I know that like I can hopefully do. And uh, I'm so nervous. He's like, no man, just get up there, like do it. I had three songs, did my set. Everybody actually liked it. But the best part was like. An hour or two later, you're like, get up there and do the same set. Because he was, like, looking for a break. So I ended up doing the same set twice. But it worked because people were drinking, and it was, like, yeah. a different crowd of people moved in. But, yeah. yeah, so I actually owe Mike because he gave me, like, the strength to start singing. And I was able to recur recurred, record my first solo album uh, that I released last year. And um, that's been a fun experience, too. So, yeah. This guy. I would all this guy for singing. Yeah, actually, I'm going to... Uh... Um, also say thank you, Mike. First time I went to uh, an open mic. For a long time, I was producing music like electronically, and um, like a horrible fear of getting on stage in front of people is like terrifying. And <clears throat> I went out with my girlfriend, and Mike happened to be there uh, to the jazz cafe for the first time to play a song like live. I'd played it. And stuff, but yeah, um, to actually play <clears throat> on a stage with lights in your face—it's just a complete different <laughs> experience. And like, yeah, I was sweating bullets the entire time. But that was the one thing after the after I got done, Mike reached out. It was just like, 
nice job. <laughs> like pretty much it was enough to say like, I, I appreciate what you're doing, keep it up. And since then, that was the first time I played out and since then we formed Half Dollar and now we're in Fake Fight. So it's weird how things happen, but like I was an immediate fan of Mike and just four years down the line we ended up becoming Doing a thing. Yeah. Do you want to thank me too? <laughs> <laughs> Must be something about Mike because I saw that video, heard your voice. Oh, I'm like, holy yeah. shit, this oh, is good. Yeah. He's, he's always been the best uh, like publicizer and whatnot. I was, I was the biggest, you know, obnoxious idiot about it. You know, like that's I'm the most like I don't. I'm not even saying that like a self-deprecating way, but that's kind of I feel like that's how you have to be if you're trying to. Well, being the guy that talks today's. to the crowd, it, it's yeah, in charge of banter is a lot of responsibility. Banter. Yep. Uh, yeah, but, so you yeah. gotta have like a perfect balance yeah. of talking enough and not then learning to when to shut up, you know. Right. No one to Sometimes <laughs> you're like, all right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jordan um, also helped hone my songwriting <laughs> yeah, now, too. Like yeah. uh, while we're all like thanking one another on a lot of Jordan ended up like just like just working with him and seeing how he records vocals and like the production he does, that helped me like because I was always like I was in a huge jazz thing for like three years I couldn't listen to nothing but jazz I'm just, like I still listen to jazz but I was stuck like jazz yeah. jazz jazz and it's hard sometimes to relate to people that don't enjoy jazz hmm. so working with Jordan he had more of like a pop approach and not necessarily the music just like popular like you could show this to anybody and someone will be like oh here's something I like about it and um, working with Jordan definitely helped me learn like something that you can make that's like heartfelt you know like some anybody could enjoy it you know what I mean so I would like to thank Jordan for that as well. Thanks. I love these guys just in general. They're, they're great and they're super talented musicians and it's just it's really cool. It's 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 cool that like you could actually actually do this, you know, you could you could um just form up and start practicing and start playing shows. It's like Yeah, um, I got momentum pretty quickly. Right. Like Do you guys have any shows coming up? Oh, we yeah. We have yes. a couple. You want to talk about it? Sure. List. <laughs> <laughs> list. Well, we're at the Sherman in Strasbourg this Sunday. The showcase. Yeah, the show so, showcase. I think we start at like five, which five. is weird. Um, but me and Jordan and all three of us have tickets available for the Wood Brothers. Any of y'all who want to, you know, skedaddle down, but please do. We have tickets there. Actually, tickets for the Wood Brothers show, um, and we're doing their pre-show party thing. Yep. Which is like, it'll be fun. It'll be fun because a lot of people go down to Strasbourg. It's like they have time before the show. It's funny if like everyone got down there and we were like across the street outside on the sidewalk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they do that. What's the restaurant? Sarah Street? Yeah. Really? I mean, I'm not against it by any stretch of the imagination. And then there's the little space next door. Is that still happening? Is it the living room or something? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't know. The, the living room There's is like the two. Sherman Showcase now. I think it's the same. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's pretty like much the same thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm not the guy to be like, I was only there you know, plugging dates. I'll get the date wrong. I did. I've done that. You know, <laughs> I posted something and I looked back at it like two days later. Like, oh, it's December 4th, not 3rd. Yeah, that's right. Just misled eighty people. I like I she, do the wrong thing all the yeah, time. Yeah, she gives out. I give away tickets to the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday I posted a flyer for Santa photos, wrong date. <laughs> Today I posted a flyer for uh, my charity event. Proof wrong people playing. I can proofread if you want. Proofread all your stuff. I just f everything up all the time. And people are they they're uh, very forgiving. That's yeah. Brittany. I've learned. <laughs> Um, Sorry. Yeah. Sherman, Sherman Sunday. Sunday. And then we have the Jazz Cafe in Wilkes-Barre on the 11th. 
right? With the elephants dancing. Elephants dancing. Those guys are cool. They just played a wedding I was shooting. They got a really full sound. Yeah. They have so many people in that. Yeah. It's really full sound. It was really cool. reggae. Yeah, it was like ska reggae. They played the first song for them to dance to, which I had never really seen like a ska reggae band. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, we featured them on the site a couple of times. Yeah, they're groovy. Yeah, really good guys. Folk, funk, ska reggae. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's <laughs> gonna be cool. interesting, interesting uh, duo of bands. Like, but that's you know anybody can find something they like. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah. come on down. Sure. Even if you're lover of music, just come on down. Casuals, we just have to open for them. I'm not sure. I think I think it's a duo. Like it's a co co headline or whatever. But um, I'm not sure who's playing first. Flip of a coin. Yeah, we should just do it right now. We have a wrestling match at the beginning of the show. That's it. It it's is, gonna be good. It is a good question though. Where does folk funk come from? Um, Somebody called us. A that. local yokel, Tom, young Tom Moran. Ah, uh, Tom Moran dropped really? folk funk. Yeah. Folk funk. I could hear him. Yeah. <laughs> I could see how though because um, oh, Tom. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, Tom's watching. <laughs> um, Jordan and Mike kind of, especially Mike, like his storytelling and his songs, like it has that folk aspect. Maybe not in sound, but like it has that like like poetry sort of. I don't even know if I'd say poetry, but you know, it has that like you can tell it's coming from somewhere. So that's the folky part. And I feel like with Steve and I, we just bring the funk. Jordan's a very funky guy himself, and Mike could get funky too. But for some reason, when we all collaborated, it was like <laughs> that folkiness, but then also like the funkiness. You could hear it in our EP, another shameless plug. For the EP, um, you'll hear a nice, like, almost folky song, and then you'll hear, like, a funk song that'll just rip your face off. So. Yeah. Well, it was surprising how much that worked, because you wouldn't think. I dig it. Really? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's mm. cool. It's, it'd be, uh, it'll be interesting, just because, especially when you hear the recorded stuff, there's a much more pronounced, you know, contrast between the ones that I sing and the ones that Jordan sings. Like, uh, but for whatever reason, it does, they do seem to, you know, kind of correlate and, like, uh, Complement each other, you know, so it can actually work in an album together rather than, you know. I also got forced into playing country licks, which is weird. Um, my buddy Elward sold me a Telecaster guitar, which with those guitars, like they have a certain sound, a certain feel. Sure. And I started all of a sudden playing country licks and then fitting them in with <laughs> this material. So that was like really odd for me, but at the same time, it gave our sound. Hmm. So it was just like, you know, like everything happens for a reason. I feel like it all just kind of. Ended up at that point. Maybe just need a lap steel, you know? Ooh, the lap steel, steel going. That, I would love that, yeah. Then we could start <clears throat> playing shows with cabinet and stuff. Yeah, yeah lap steel. <laughs> Real country sounding. Lap steel's coming back, though, dog. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Lap steel's coming back. I love it's, lap steel. Literally, it sounds good. Really but it was like $80. More people are incorporating yeah. it as far as like modern groups or like, you know, alternative groups now. Check out Robert Randolph. He's in the family band. He's amazing. I know. And it's almost like he's playing like yeah. lead guitar with it. Like, yeah, it's, it's so crazy. cool. Check out Pine Grove. I, so, I don't even know if they use lap steel or if it's just that sound that they're getting from an electric, but I think the it guy is probably lap. uses a slide occasionally. I might, it's not. I don't think it's a lap. It's not too like you know. Yeah, but no, that is where it kind of. I feel like the genre is coming back into. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the rock and roll Pink Floyd style, like you know. They definitely have like some band. Uh, country. I I thought that thought they sound kind of like Wilco. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, you refill. Speaking of Wilco, me and my girlfriend just. Uh, uh, Ray Montaigne, <laughs> Ray Montaigne with the basses from Moco in Atlantic City. Really? Interesting. Uh, is this you. the newest guy? Mm-hmm. Then Royster the third. Do we only have two cans or? I think this is. 
That was very like. Uh, I like the stout. Uh, I like the stout. Like a smooth, like refreshing stout. Yeah. yeah. Normally yeah. stouts are kind of like dry, like mm-hmm. ish. It, it was chocolate, but the chocolate was more subtle, and it like made it smooth, and the it had that uh, that smokiness from the wood. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. This is Jack's Abbey mm-hmm. Mass Rising IPL. IPL. India Pale Lager. So they got stuff a bit of the stout, like coating it. It does. Yeah, yeah you did. It's actually yeah. pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I didn't want to drink it for you, so I'm just dumping it in. Hey, I appreciate it. Uh, shout so out how do these guys work? So they just mix. So Beer Boys is a bar in Wilkes-Barre, North Washington Street. 72 beers on tap. 72. Wow. And uh, just, uh, they, they, they do growler fills, and they do crowler fills. And then obviously mm. they can do tastings and all that kind of stuff. There. Some of the cheapest drafts you'll find in the area, too. It is. You know, I don't think. Like yeah. Super cheap to. It, it's, I don't understand. Especially to try. I don't want to cheap. It's affordable. Yeah, I mean, they're. Affordable. You <laughs> know what I'm saying. They're, 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 their thing is committed to craft. They want you guys to, like, not you guys, but everyone to know that. Just you guys specifically. Just you guys. Just just fake fight to know that they have (laughs) (laughs) these beers on tap and, uh, you know. I feel like anyone in the valley who's 21, 22 beer boys is the spot you're going to end up at. That's actually where I celebrated my 21st birthday. And uh, my cousin had a notepad. And for every shot I would take, I would have to sign my name, like signature. I did 23 shots, and as you can imagine, by about, like, seven, it was just, like, chicken scratch. Like, but Beer Boys is a good time, I feel. Like, it's it's the spot you'll end up at. If you're in the Valley, you're 21, 22, 20, you're going to end up there and probably have a great time. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of debauchery, but there's nothing wrong with that. Well, there, there are several people... Uh, uh, in the the feed, encouraging us to drink more. So apparently, those bouncers are great. By the way, like, I've seen kids <laughs> that don't act up in beer was, I've seen kids act up and then just you're out. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. Yeah. Like, no. So yeah. don't think I'm saying like it's a crazy spot. Like it's a fantastic bar, and yeah. don't mess around because those bouncers will be on you. And <laughs> You'll never be allowed back in. It's yeah. You know, it's like a zero zero tolerance. So yeah, yes, it's, absolutely. It's, it's kind of yeah, which is probably my good. brother's not allowed there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I mean your license is flagged. Like you get really? like flagged, wow. man. Like if you come in and they swipe your license. They're banned. Like, nope. They're out. banned. Yeah. I remember looking at their band list like years ago, and there was like 15 people, like a nice modest 15 people. And then I saw it again like last year, and it was like 50 people. <laughs> More than that, probably. But they don't want. They don't want the. Bullshit. They don't want. Yeah, especially if you're gonna serve booze at that volume to that many people, you yeah. have no time for people to be effing up. In there all day. Sure. I know bars now are <clears throat> you can enforce like a twenty five and over policy. Wow. Really? That's yeah. interesting. There's places down in, there's a place down in Philly called uh the Bladder? Bladder fifty mil ladder something? No ladder fifty mil. Ladder thirteen maybe. About thirteenth and Samson I'm in, in Philly or a little farther up maybe. Either way, I don't know, I'm getting off subject. But yeah, no, I I mean that's cause the Drinking, you know, people 20 to 25 are the most horrendous people to deal with if you work in a bar. Anytime you see someone in that demographic come into a bar, it's like you're guaranteed to just have almost guaranteed. You're going to have a bad time. Especially if you're in a college environment. (laughs) Right. Yeah, specifically like a bar. That's like people go to college just to F up. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
Some people need that experience. You gotta stay on top of your shit. Some people need that experience, I guess. I've had it. I only, I, had to kick, I only had to kick one person out of the Jazz Cafe. Yeah? Yeah. We later matched on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember me? <laughs> yeah. That was it. I got kicked out of one bar. I got kicked out of Arena, and I said I wouldn't leave unless they... I'm totally still the show there, the story. But That's I said fun. I wouldn't leave unless someone carried me out. I was really, really drunk. <laughs> I was, it was the Red Mill in Pittston, and... It, we were there. We just got there. My buddy's brother's band was playing. I came out of the bathroom, and there was like a slope to the floor. Like went up or down. I forget which one. But I, like, I kind of tripped over my own feet, basically, because of the floor. And I'm like, you, out. I'm like... <laughs> I thought that was going to be so much better of a story. I, you well, yeah. Someone in the face. Yes. Like, no, that's like just, I'm like, I've been in several bars way drunker than I am right now. And like, like, I should have been kicked out of many bars, but I wasn't. Like, you're going to kick me out for that? When they, that, I used to, there was this bouncer I used to give him a hard time, then I'd like smile, and he'd be like, you guy would stand, that was like my thing, I would stand on stuff all the time. I still do. <laughs> but I just like to climb on stuff, tables. I've seen you sing Gigi Allen on a table and Donnie. That's like what I like. Was like my go-to. Yeah, <laughs> that was my introduction to Britney Boot. I, I would sing Gigi. I would get that's blacked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bouncer would be like, "You need that to get down." That up in total, right? And I'd be like, "Make me," and I'd be like, "Just kidding," and then I get back up, and then they would like bring me down. I don't. But, know, I don't know that Britney Boot. Oh gosh. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> By the no, end of the show. But, no. Well, I would just would you just get rowdy. But at Arena, that was the only bar I ever got kicked out of, and we were at um, River Grill for brunch that day. I was with a group of friends, and I was explaining that I never got kicked out of a bar. I don't know how. <laughs> Not for lack of trying, you know? And uh, I was like, I want to get kicked out of a bar and do, like, the Jerry Maguire thing and be like... I'm not going to do what everybody thinks I'm going to do and just freak out, you know? I just want to know who's coming with me. And that was, like, my big fantasy to, like, do that while I was getting kicked out of a bar. And it ended up happening later that night. Wow. And the girl came Shoot over. high. Yeah. So she kicked me out, and I was like, I'm not leaving unless someone carries me out like a bride. I was blacked out. I don't remember any of this. I was told this later. So this kid actually carried me out like a bride, and I saw my friend that I was at River Grill with. It was Stosh. And I pointed over to him, I was like, I can't get down. I can't get down. And then I went outside and I hid behind the door, drinking out of a flask. I'm a maniac. And the bouncer like came looking for me. And uh, that was my getting kicked out story. And I saw the girl at bottlenecks the next night. They mash on bumble. And I went up to her. And, no, I went up to her and I apologized because I was like, Oh, I don't behave like that. You know, I was so like, so sorry. And she's like, Sweetie, you were adorable, but you had to leave. And you were like. That's my kicked, my kicked out story. The only place I ever got kicked out of was uh, the Renaissance Fair. I <laughs> wait, I can't you, wait. What were you on your cell phone? You couldn't uh, use electronics. Don't don't they do that? They don't. I I mean I think they they might like uh, cause a ruckus if they if they you know. force you. I, I, I feel like it'd be better to just like be funner if they reacted in character. Yeah. yeah. What is this? Right. No, or like chopped your head off. <laughs> <laughs> like you were executed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 you literally yeah, right. like right. Which you're punished for the two hours of the day. No, it's a, uh, it's an amazing place. I don't know if you guys have ever been to that one in uh, Mannheim, but we go every year and dress up like fools. Steve, it was Steve I went for the first time. time. It was quite an experience. Um, uh, I, most people are in character. Like, yeah. there's uh, how many people working there? 
It's an insane amount, and people are walking around, you know. They're all obligated to stay in character, I think. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Because the guy who, like, makes mozzarella sticks has an English accent, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know mozzarella sticks dated that far back. That's what I mean. Yeah. Right. It's like, there's a lot of inconsistencies there. But. There's, like, burger places. Well, they do, uh, like, you can get a, a leg of, not mutton, what is it? Turkey, uh, turkey leg. leg. That was, <gasps> and it's just, like, a giant turkey leg. That, that was can I tell good. my turkey leg story? <laughs> You got a turkey leg guy? Yeah. So, <laughs> the turkey leg guy. So, <laughs> you got a guy I have a turkey leg guy too. So as we were saying, like I used to drink a lot. And one time I was at the I was in high school, I lived in Bloomsburg, I was at the Bloomsburg Fair, and I was drunk and I was in my leather jacket and I had my Marbreds like hanging out of my pocket. And I was walking down the fair eating a turkey leg. And my boyfriend at the time said, Some guy walks by and he looks at me and he just goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a turkey leg story. So, so how did you get kicked out then? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we actually, yeah, we're not sorry. You got cut off about Ring of Montaigne, too. I feel bad. No. Speak. Sorry. I'm really bad at it's, that. No, it's totally cool. <laughs> I just did it to you earlier, too. It's totally cool. I'm, uh. Um, keeps the conversation flowing. Actually, I'm, I really am interested. Did he say, why did he say that? Was it because of just the sight of the turkey leg? Was he, did he, did he seem like. <laughs> I think I just was like. Jacket, I was just this 18 year old chick. Like, I was drunk eating a turkey leg. Right. And, like, my Marbreds, my hair, my Nancy's yeah. and after hair. <laughs> and, like, he just looked at me and he was just like, whoa. Like, he's probably scared. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, Vodkas and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, just be like, walking, drunk me, 17, walking around eating a turkey leg. <laughs> this is why I'm coming to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, I would totally expect seeing that at the Bloomsbury Fair, too. Yeah. yeah. I remember going there, it was like 90 degrees, I was like, probably five years ago, and it fucking smelled like dog Garbage. shit and B.O. Well, yeah, that whole, like, there's a done. whole, like, petting zoo for disabled puppies and, like, yeah. you know, dog, I don't know, what else Yeah, some of it's kind of sad. Yeah, you get into the backer, you was, know, rows just, and sections. It was just, like, the, it's like, the shit smell and the B.O. from, like, yeah. Yeah, every person that was different yeah. chain smoking carnies. I got chased yeah. by a carny who looked just like Tom Petty. You've got some kind of fucking life. I lived in Bloomsburg, so we would get a week off from school for a fair. This Tom Petty Carney looked just like him, I'm telling you, and I told him that, and that's why I remember it. But he chased me because we snuck in there, and I, we were in the, it was in the middle of the night, and we were like climbing the rock walls and like going through the, like how the mirrors and stuff, and like we got chased. We were going in the hot tubs, like, you know, yeah. we're just like idiot kids. And they're Carneys, and they're there all night, you know, they like live in the fair during that week. <laughs> so he chased us, and he was like one of those guys that like was pulling his pants up trying to like catch up to us because who knows what the hell he was doing. It was like really weird. <laughs> I still want to know how Jordan got. Yeah, how did Jordan get kicked out of this? We keep avoiding that. Did I keep? Do I keep digressing? <laughs> yeah, you keep talking about like, <laughs> like my, own my childhood. The, the bad thing. The only bad thing really about um, you know this happening is that my story, whatever my punchline will be, is like it's. Continuously gets less and less entertaining and funny. And all <laughs> so in any case, uh, I was doing a, a Wanda Sykes impression. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As one Can does. Can you do it now? Uh, no, 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 I'm back in. I'm back. He doesn't want to get kicked out of here. No, see, that's that's a situation I was in. Is that I would never be doing a Wanda Sykes impression. That's how, if I could say it, I was doing it at the time, and hilarity ensued. I, I suppose. 
um, and a couple of our buddies were around, and we all collectively started talking like Wanda Sykes, <laughs> trying to at least, and it was just, it, it must have sent um, the bartender overboard, because we were, you know, it's an outdoor bar, and uh, got a little riled up, and we're just going back and forth in, in, in that voice, and uh, sure enough, uh, three cops came over, and... Um, Put a little red X on Actual <laughs> cops are like Renaissance fair, like on shields and yeah. yeah. I don't know what the difference is at that point. It's like if you're if you're you in enough trouble, you know, yeah. the guy's in the cuffs, he has a badge, he has a black suit on, a mustache. I don't know. It wasn't good though, but we yeah, it was. Uh, we you had a great time. You the Renaissance fair for doing one impersonations. That's it's pretty much the only interesting story that's, I've ever. I, I, I feel. We should write to them and be like, now why? I've yeah. since had two successful experiences okay. at the Renaissance yeah. Fair. There used to be one in Bloomsbury. It's all good. Yes. <laughs> but I highly encourage you to go. It's incredible. Maybe it was too anachronistic for them. They're just like, no, no comedians past the uh, 17th century. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Some fairs are really strict about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what specifically? <laughs> yeah, the other thing I wanted to ask you guys about is uh, is the name of the band. Uh, did you guys have a different name before Fake Fight, or is it, I, I, I thought so. I thought W O U L D. Elijah Wood. Wood. Yes. Were you afraid of getting sued by Elijah yeah, Wood? <laughs> that would have added, though. It would have it would have created some controversy. Yeah, that's true. That would have been hilarious. I would have actually. It would have been great to get sued by Elijah Wood. I don't think or Elijah Wood's would. like, yeah, no, he's not. Yeah, he's never really chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine he would do that. Yeah, Elijah Wood, if you're watching this, yeah, <laughs> shout out to I'm Elijah sure he is. Wood. I, I saw Elijah Wood in New York City. Not to get off topic, but fucking Tom Bonomo, fucking Tom Bonomo took the goddamn picture of me hanging out with Elijah fucking Wood in New York City, and he fucking lost it. <laughs> what? So 11 years ago. This is so eating. God damn it, Tom Bonoma. Wow. That was a big Elijah Wood fame, too. Yeah. 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 Could have been somebody. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I, I, I think his head was shaved. It was weird. We, we actually just uh, photographed him at uh, New York Comic Con. Uh, he was he was doing a panel for uh, his new show, Jerk Gently, which I highly recommend. It's very, very funny. What's it Did up? he grow his hair it's, out? It's uh, BBC the America. So you decided to change to, to fake fight. Yeah. And fake fight was kind of just like a flash out of bed. When did this happen? When did we happen? Six months. When y'all happened. Um, about oh. six months ago, right? When were you born? Uh, you guys were all like <laughs> yeah. jamming, and then somehow I got in the mix. I originally started playing bass, uh, and I love playing bass, but something it was it was enjoyable, but I kind of was like, you know, this is the one something I want to get penned into, you know. Mm. And um, I didn't even have to ask. Jordan was just like, "How about you try playing guitar this practice?" And I was like, "Oh man, thank you." Took a whole different <laughs> element on your, uh, you know, your skill set was better suited. Somewhere else. In a way, you're, you're, there's you're one song. There's one song we do that I still bass. play bass on. I had to do your bass line the other day. Oh no! At, uh, at where at Harry's? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure I do. Did you do it? Did you end up playing it? Jordan's a funky bass player. Jordan's a funky bass player. I have ne this is actually the first time I've been consistently playing bass, like ever. Are you guys gonna play another song? 
Absolutely. I think so, yeah, that's cool. I don't know how much time we have, but to our... we should probably wrap it up, right? Yeah, we should wrap up pretty soon. It's a great segue. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh man, I forgot to curse. I was gonna take a drop. Oh, yeah. I'm not leaving yeah. unless yeah. someone carries me out. Yeah. Just drop a bunch as fast as you can. Um, <laughs> you gotta get a, a refill before we have to. Yeah, there's someone with this guy. Yeah, I mean, I, sh I should actually brought more. Yeah, it is Tuesday night. Wednesday. You didn't know Wednesday I was gonna be here. I don't even actually, know what night it is. It's November second, I believe. Yeah. Tomorrow. First, oh, geez. This is great. Why does it really good? Yeah, yeah that third I just one don't realize favorite. it's November. Too fast, too fast. Yeah. All in over. Yeah. Oh, dear. We have Thanksgiving to look forward to. And this next song that we've got. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you yeah. go. This one is actually one of Jordan's that he kind of put together for the band. But uh, it's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's a favorite in general. I think it's the uh, everybody. opening. Is it the opening song of the album? No. Second. Second, no. Second. <laughs> no the first two. one's a bit of a smack. Like the first one smacks you around. That was actually um, really quick. If I could talk about it, uh, we wrote that on the spot. The name of it's Candid, and it's really funky. And uh, we were just jamming it, and it turned into a song. Mike started throwing some lyrics on it, and then we were playing at uh, Rob Latiri's, and we just pulled it out, decided to play it. A bunch of people were filming it, went back and listened to it, like. That style of us playing it, and we're like, oh my god, like this is so good. So it was so funny for us to just like jam something, decide to just play it, and then however we played it that one night, that's where we've like, that's our set point. Like this yeah. is how we play it from now on, which we is really just, cool. It's usually what we'll open to with it shows. It's it'll uh, smack it's around a bit. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's an eye opener. Yeah, it's pretty danceable, and there's good like a good dynamic range, so you get to hear how everything right. sounds. It's a lot of practical. Kind of, and it's a good it's sort starter. of you know, it uh compliments each of us individually in our skill set, you know, like, I feel like everybody has a part of that song that everyone's like, you know, proud of. What's up, yo? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> you, you want us to play, play you out? Well, we yeah. want to wrap things up and then have yeah, them yeah, finish it. We, we want, well, we want to give away those tickets. Yeah. Does anybody oh, actually hey, want tickets? Hey, you you commenters, I must scold you, have been up. really lazy tonight. Uh, uh, we really could use some more, more comments down here. I don't know why you people are watching and not saying anything. Except uh, Jill Briss says great interview. First person so. to say happy birthday gets tickets to Blue Yeah, there you go. On here. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday, goddammit. Uh, nine, 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 nine. Nothing. Hold on, let me find <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck him in his birthday. Oh, my aunt's But hey, if, if Gerard wants tickets, I do have extra if he really wants them. That wasn't Gerard, was it? Yeah, it was. Come to our show, please. Daddy Paco is watching tickets. Jill Brisk. Jill Brisk? Jill Brisk. That's my mom. My mom's the one that wins the tickets? Yeah, wins tickets. Hey, mom. Wait, those are going to our personal fund, but she, I don't know if she could be the winner of these tickets. Yeah, mom. Come on, mom. I appreciate the support. You can't be on the support. I think those are something new. Those were for the bleacher tickets. Yes. Yeah. Oh, those are oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Hey, Mark, sure, sure, sure. either or the bleachers. Yeah. Please do. She's Take me with you. We got two tickets of the bleachers. She's the first yeah. one to say for this. All right. All right. Awesome. That's Congratulations, done. Friend. I'll take those with me. I'll show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> and then uh, the uh, we'll, we'll give away the other tickets too. How do we do that? Yeah, we'll let them play their song first. All right. And then um, we'll conspire. Yeah. If anybody, you have any comments during the song, you'll get them. Mm, nice. That's a good one. All right. All right.
Alright, cool. Alright. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. 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 Are, you, are they coming back after they're done? No, I think that's or no. It. No, they're gonna play us out. They're yeah. done. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm to play us out. What does that <laughs> mean? <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad somebody made that reference. I need you. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Be glad that you don't. No,
see.